I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Pick up any map you want. Yeah. You can make up all new symbols. You can use those fake bullshit other numbers from a couple of episodes. Yeah. That I already don't remember what they're called. They and I'll never up. be able to check your math. Because yeah. it'll, yeah. One of these episodes, that's just straight up lie. It's <laughs> all bullshit. I've been telling you from the beginning, you can, and I'm going to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> this is hopefully how a cult starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start oh. preaching on your behalf. Uh, we'll start bringing. We'll we'll get a compound. I compound would be sick, right? Yeah, you like got to a... get a pool for a compound, right? Yeah, like well, a shared shared pool kind of community pool. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. well, you're going to be running the cult, so you're going to get like your own private yes. one. Yes, like okay. you're going to get an in ground one with a swim up bar. And everyone else is going to have to share, like, an 8 by 10 fucking 4-foot oval above-ground pool. But if the, if the uh, com- what did we call it? Compound? Compound, yeah, yeah, sorry. I was going to say condo. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> if the compound is all people that we like, though, I'll gladly share the pool with okay you know, all right fair yeah. enough I, I was just trying to i was just trying to give you that big dog cult leader status i'll t- yeah you got to kick up to me though i'll take the, the envelopes weekly <laughs> that's all i need <laughs> everything else i'll share <laughs> like koresh but twice as fresh yeah. <laughs> something like that i'm not gonna lie to you either i'll be the honest cult leader that says this cult is about me trying to make money off you guys but this pool is fucking <laughs> sick. If you want to go, that's all you got to do is kick up. I got the rest. <laughs> You're making money for me. I do want to point out that a lot of this is going to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which pool you maintenance can is not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Your cult is a swim club. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Cult ever. Yeah. Instead of like the <laughs> Hail Bob is coming, so we gotta drink drink this shit and die. It'll be like, Hail Bob is coming, let's get in the pool and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and this Kool-Aid has vodka instead of poison. Right. <laughs> We're still tomorrow morning might poison. suck. Yeah, tomorrow morning <laughs> might suck, but there will be tomorrow morning. So yeah. <laughs> that going for you. Yeah, and it'll definitely be near the pool and not on a comet somehow just in case yeah yeah and Kate, yeah imagine that they were imagine he was right and we're making fun of him and they're... we don't know we yeah. don't know this guy's just been getting shit on the whole time and he he could be i mean they'd ha- i don't know i was gonna say they'd have to be there by now but 
One, I don't know where there is. Right. And there's... Two, if, if there's one thing you've taught me is that nothing is anywhere near fucking anything. Yeah. In any of outer space. Maybe Hellbop itself is pretty awesome though, and like they don't they don't mind the ride. Oh, okay. All right. So it's like a, the, it's like the a interior of yeah, the interior <laughs> of Hellbop is <laughs> it is a water slide. <laughs> 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 it's a Norwegian princess comic. <laughs> Celestial Norwegian princess. <laughs> they got Space Norway, right? They have to. <laughs> they do, but it turns out it's a de- it's a democracy. There's no it's there's no monarchy. So the princess is inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, live from Space Norway, it's under the guise of science. Hi everybody. Yeah. Hello, Chris. Hi, Charlie. How are you? What's our names? Yeah, Yeah. we did it. It said the name of the show and the names of us. So everything out from here, out from here is gravy. Yeah. And we are up and running now. I think we're officially, officially out on the interwebs. Yeah. Folks are downloading us. Yeah. We're already funny. we're already at 50 downloads, which is 30 more than I expected. So this is, <laughs> this is good. Well, that's just for one particular episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I liked is I was looking forward to. I didn't realize it was going to happen this quickly, but I'm already going to be confused by which episodes have more downloads. Mm-hmm. Like the first two, obviously, they're going to be up there. But then the, the third most is number six. It's like, how, how do you even know? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> how do you know to skip three through five <laughs> is that because i've been telling various text groups i feel like number six is where we really start to hit it so they're like all right fuck these four <laughs> yeah you know what there it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn it and we gotta tell them you're missing context though two through four had like there's some some foundational shit that we build on like you gotta if you don't know science fucking magazine you're gonna be missing out on some jokes i think yeah it's it's, it's where does this come up yeah. Well, go back and listen to Science Fucking right. Magazine, the, right. the hottest science publication <laughs> this side of the Salia Maria. <laughs> yeah, it's right. right on the cover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be missing. They may not know right now you're a scient, or I don't know if we if we decided on a fan name, but that might be it. <laughs> I think we had that conversation, and we just brought it up now. Oh, nice. <laughs> so See, it's been about you can't two miss months. any episodes because you don't know what we're going to bring up when. You have to listen yeah. to this all in order. Start at one. Start at one. You I'm like some it. asshole who has to ask. Yeah. If you have to listen to them in order. All right. What kind of piece of shit can handle <laughs> one through seven? <laughs> I get if this were like, this is our 250th episode. Yeah, that's a lot to go. But there's seven episodes out. You can do it. Yeah, I don't know why the recording stopped. Maybe my Wi-Fi signal dropped. So is the song with the dead air crop, or else it'll sound like shit. Just gonna start us right back up. Apparent, apparently, uh, I don't know why the recording stopped. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only yeah. good thing about that failing right there, I don't know where it cut off. I guess we'll find out eventually, but you guys heard my favorite song. 
And can now be assured by said song that it will not be, sound like shit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was whistling it when I got home. And it's catchy <laughs> as hell. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And then, <laughs> <laughs> but it only took two times. The second time I heard it, I said, I love it. <laughs> now I'm on board. I get it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, my my anytime I make a thing, especially if I'm going hard in the crazy, my immediate reaction is like, all right, now reel it in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so to I, have someone to have someone say, Don't you reel a fucking thing in? Right. Sometimes <laughs> Thanks, I get man. it. But yeah, not for that one. No, keep it out the air. <laughs> and hopefully this will be everybody's <laughs> third time hearing it, so that's, yeah. <laughs> you least. never know. We don't we don't play that one on purpose. We don't make it happen. It's just no. Something goes it, wrong, you get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a delicious treat shows up. Enjoy it. <laughs> I was trying to make uh no, I don't have an analogy for that. Huh. Oh no, you know, it's like uh <laughs> the flight's being delayed. Uh, would you like a complimentary drink? It's like, oh, okay. All right. Now this isn't as bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like a, a complimentary, I don't know, not just like a Bud Light. We're talking margarita or something like. Yeah, wow, absolutely. Margar you guys got margaritas? like something. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> and you, you expect the little one that comes prefabricated fabricated in a bottle, and then you just hear a blender. Yeah. <laughs> going off behind you in the galley. Yeah. I only do frozen margaritas at this airport, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all right. Maybe the flight yeah. can be late. <laughs> I remember I, I I was mad at a flight being late once. Uh, I don't remember the airline, so I'm not going to bury them. But whatever it was, I tweeted them, and I was like, don't even bother DMing me or whatever. And they DM me, and they were like, "Hey, can we make this right?" And I was like, "Didn't you read the post, asshole?" I said, "Don't do this. This is <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting this up there to like try to get something good for me. No, I was straight up letting you know our relationship is done. <laughs> I'll take yeah, this home. At, yeah. uh, you have uh, see, I I so don't have it that I don't even know the word. What is that? Conviction. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Standards for or, treatment yeah. of yourself, um, <laughs> <laughs> a moderate to decent self-worth. <laughs> but I, I'm sure whatever airline company it was is doing fine. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt I impacted the bottom line much, <laughs> and I still had to fly home, so it wasn't like I'm walking from here. Fuck you! Give me my money back. <laughs> I'm still in California. <laughs> I also like the balls of talking shit to your airline before you use them for the way back. Yeah. No, that was... <laughs> like picture getting out of the limo like that you've rented for the evening and as you're getting out of the limo being like, those drinks in the back sucked. It was the bumpiest ride. You fucking suck. See you at midnight. <laughs> All right. And don't be late. <laughs> I think it's because... 
Listen. And don't try to roll down that little divider. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> but I know why I get so angry at airports. It's because it's already been three hours without a cigarette. And now you're telling me it's going to be four and a half. And there's not even like a little thing where I can go. Cause I get it. I'll smoke outside, but give me like, there's not even like a little two foot area. I could stand outside and, and not be a security risk and, you know, just calm myself down and then I'll come back in and I'll wait a couple more hours. But you know, I'm, I'm addicted to nicotine and furious at you because of my addiction. I apologize, <laughs> but that's the reality. You never tried like any of the smokeless tobacco just just to tide you over, like a I, patch I've, or a dip or a gum. Sure. No, lozenge. I've tried them all. I've tried them all, and they work. But I don't plan ahead a lot. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm in the airport, I say, "Fuck! I should have got those lozenges," and <laughs> it's too late. Oh man! Airport should sell lozenges though. I've, well, I've like, never whatever. looked, but I, I, I'm amazed if if they don't. Yeah, that would be. They could make money off not letting me outside, at least. And also, like, a beer is fourteen dollars. They could charge like, yeah, fifty dollars. No, no, they're already fifty dollars. Box of lo- boxes of lozenges. Yeah, they could bang you out for even more. Holy I would shit! Do it. They would- and if yeah, your flight's delayed two hours, all right. Here's 75 bucks so I don't kill this stranger that's <laughs> clicking gum or whatever. Yeah, they got wow. fucking fake AstroTurf piss places for service dogs. Can't give me something? <laughs> <laughs> There's, um, I know in, I think JFK used to have, like, it looked like a bus stop with a bench but it was closed off completely okay and it just pumps the air out of the roof and it's just like 10 people hot boxing a tiny little room with cigarette smoke okay um, i went to the in jamaica they had one of those years ago i was coming back from jamaica and me my wife before she quit uh, she smoked at the time too so we just kept going in and out of that thing because i think it was like a seven hour delay we were there for a long time oh the recording stopped Maybe my Wi-Fi signal drops So is the song with the dead air crop Or else it'll sound like shit This Sorry time we're not talking You, you oh. were saying something about a, about, about a, a Jamaican airport? Yeah, Jamaican airport They uh, allowed smoking and sold Red Stripe So you could have a Red Stripe and a cigarette In this one tiny room That, like you said, was fucking hot boxed So it was you know, just stunk of cigarettes, but we hung out there and it was like, all right, flight's delayed. No big deal. I'll just sit in here and have a drink beers and smoke butts. Yeah. And why do they make red stripe cans, fat bottle or red stripe bottles so fat? I don't know. Yeah. Well, Oh, I wasn't sure there was a punchline. No, I, I have no idea. <laughs> it was stupid just to hold this stupid fat bottle. I don't need, like if my hand is that wide, I want 40 ounces. That's just... This is oh, vulture. if you're doing that much squeezing? Yeah, it better be worth yeah, it. Yeah. If, if, 
if I'm engaging my grip this much, yeah, <laughs> there's got to be a there's got to be an ounces to grip ratio, yeah, that has to be maintained. Like the more it's got to be it. a malt liquor. We got we got to make this worth a, a while. It's got to be a hurricane. Yeah. We got to be o, OE <laughs> something. <laughs> Khan. Those are the days. Yeah. <laughs> um. Airport in Mexico, the Cancun airport, okay. has a, uh, I don't know, like a, a Guy Fieri's or a, what's the, uh, who's the, oh, like a Bobby's Burger Place or something like that. One of those okay. TV chef Big chain yeah. things. But they had a patio section. So it was just like a roof cut out in the middle of the airport. Just like. And it was ten dollars to get in. Okay. Unless you were sitting down to eat, otherwise you could just pay, pay ten bucks to go smoke butts if you wanted to. Yeah. It's a it's a sound business idea. Just you're. That's like the the gentlemanly way to make money instead of s- selling overpriced lozenges. It's like no, no, just give us ten bucks and you can smoke the cigarettes you have. Right, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that makes enough money. It That's has to, and, and you know, you're not even like, I don't know, using any of your resources to to make that ten bucks. It's just for somebody to come walk through and stand on a thing that was built years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they put a wristband on you, and that's it. That there's your overhead. Right. Yeah, you got to pay for the wristbands. wristbands. Yeah. <laughs> Two people come in, you made your money back for the month. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And everybody knows how much cheaper wristbands are in Mexico anyway, right? Right, yeah. It's notoriously known for its <laughs> cheap cheap wristbands and kidnappings. Those are... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I, I, I understand that, yeah, like as a smoker... I'll go away from you. I understand. I'm not one that says, well, I should be able to sit in the row behind you and smoke. No, I know. I know. I need to go somewhere secluded. But just give me that space. I'll even stand, like, chest to chest with strangers if I got, like, I do that Do that at concerts <laughs> where they give you that little area that you got to, like, it's like cattle. You yeah. kind of stand in and you just don't look each other in the eye or blow the smoke in each other's face, but you're <laughs> touching people on all four sides. I'll do that. I don't care. We all got to. Everybody does the Brian Regan with the yeah, the lips all the way around. Yeah, <laughs> just came out of the back of your head. <laughs> this guy's a volcano. <laughs> we we learn what we got. Do what we got to do. We're dying. We're literally a dying breed. Just give me a fucking three by three area to stand. That's all. <laughs> They're a dying breed. Yeah, let them. Right. It's remember. Um, Oh, not not Daryl Strawberry. Uh, <laughs> who was the other uh, famous Met that was big on crack? Uh, Dwight Gooden, Doc Gooden. It might. It was either Strawberry or Gooden. I forget which. Again, my uh, lack of uh, name remembering comes into play here. But whichever one of them was addicted to crack and got cancer, it might have been Strawberry. I said it, it was, but I think it was Strawberry. Mm. And they were busting his balls for smoking crack while he had. I think he beat cancer, believe it or not. But like at the time, it was like 
just let him smoke crack. He's he has cancer. Like, what can we just <laughs> let the laws slide for the what? The, he's Daryl Strawberry A. And how much time do we give him? Like, stop breaking his chops about let him smoke crack. <laughs> just let him. Yeah. Let him do it. It's not hurting anybody. He just wants to go out really fucking high. Yeah, or at least let. Let's at least rule out that crack doesn't cure cancer. Hey, yeah, we don't know. That's that's the perfect willing test subject. It's maybe it did. He's still alive. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we. All right, so crack off schedule one. At least let's at least get it to schedule two. And right. yeah, I you know what do I we, guarantee what do we have crack- to lose. <laughs> <laughs> crack would still get to schedule two before pot would. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> just so many people are just hell bent with no. Yeah. No. Anything but that. <laughs> Stupid. I, I lived in Massachusetts when it uh, got voted and became legal, and then they actually started opening up uh, dispensaries and stuff like that. But Massachusetts, it's a commonwealth, so each town then got to decide whether or not they would allow recreational dispensaries or businesses to open up within the town limits. Mm-hmm. So my town said no. It was all like the the people that went to vote for it were like me and a bunch of blue hairs. It was all senior citizens. Like everybody talks a big game but doesn't go out to vote unless a president is on the line. But so it was like me yeah. and my wife and everybody over 70. So they all said no. <laughs> I was like, all right, now the town's missing out on all that, uh, you know, tax money and revenue, whatever else is coming in, because 10 minutes away in the next town, I'll just go there. Yeah. <laughs> stock up. Yeah. Um, is that, is that Commonwealth deal? It, it kind of, it just kind of laissez-faire with the towns. Yeah. Each town is kind of good. Um, there's only a couple cities, I guess, after a certain point, they have, you know, they're classified as a city with a certain population and then they get the taxes go to various municipal things. But yeah, in the town, it's very, that there's like a little council that runs each town and they get to figure out how they apply the laws and policies that come down from the state. It's like three levels deep when it comes to policy, you get the president and then the, the governor and then the town. Oh man. Yeah. Under the guise of social science. Yeah. (laughs) And I tell you, I lived in Massachusetts, which was a very, very progressive liberal state when it came to like um, national level Senate and House and stuff like that. Very democratic when it came to local legislature. Same thing was Democrats. But for years, the governor was Republican. They voted. He was kind of like, you know, he wasn't a hard Republican, but. Massachusetts did very well with that, you know, for a decade of having a Republican governor. And I think it's because this is, you know, maybe we'll get blasted for it. I apologize, Charlie, if I'm dragging you through the muck here. But the, <laughs> the left is very good at ideas coming up with shit. Here's, you know, whatever. The right, I think, is better with money. So, like, the, the legislature would present, here's all the shit we want to do. And then that Republican governor who was sympathetic, he wasn't like, like I said, not hard, right. He was sympathetic towards that would say, okay, I think we can do a, B and C. We can't afford D and like, you know, put, put it into 
into play that way and, and it and it worked all right yeah i don't know a lot about politics but that's my my take on from living there yeah that's that's just your that's just your first person uh yeah. your uh your anecdotal evidence for living there it's it's cool everyone yeah. you're allowed everyone like allowed i said very important party wasn't hard right that was you know they're weird i think when you get too far either way they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I definitely. Yeah. I've, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to talk. Like about when, no, but like <laughs> regardless of side, when you're yeah. standing in line to buy something and someone just starts yelling at you about their political opinion, I don't care what side you're on. Yeah. I tune out. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't, Uh, oh, so like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. need to see everyone's car covered with everything anymore. Yeah. You know what I do? I vote. What's that? Here you go. Annually. <laughs> Better man than I. Oh really? No, every yeah. like clockwork. Me, me and Amanda, we we're big voters. We bring the kids. Okay. We got to deal with that bullshit. But yeah, because you can't say shit otherwise. That's and especially. Especially at a local level, there's there's people that disagree. But I, f I feel like at a local level, that's like you know these people that you're voting for, and you're like, I like this guy. I know I know him from around. Like there, there was one uh, governor that not governor, he was a representative that we have, and he would come to like the the little league parade and stuff like that, and he grew up with the people that were coaching, and so you know I feel like putting him in there, he gives a shit about us, and that's that's the people, that's the person I want representing my area, the guy who grew up here and gives a shit. Right. So no, that, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So hopefully that's not too controversial. I know this is, this <laughs> is with, with dipping toes in dangerous waters. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I, I get all my, my political ideology from George Carlin. And yes. Kind of, George Carlin so. and sick of it all. I've said that before. <laughs> That's my, my all my political takes from from Carlin and sick of it all. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking uh, of people that uh, aren't so comfortable with the government, you know, this this episode. Now that we're finally into it, and I think we're actually uh, recording good. Yeah. Is, yeah, we figured we'd do another uh, dedication to a, a dude, or a, but not a dude, a scientist podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me, I've been drinking. Dude, I've been drinking, yeah. <laughs> Dude's an easier <laughs> word for me. <laughs> so Richard Feynman, huh? I think you might have said his name earlier on in an episode, just like kind of glossed over him. Okay. And yeah, this dude's great. Yes. <laughs> this dude is a fucking... Pisser. He is a gem, and he lived in an era where a lot of his shit was videotaped. So it's out on YouTube. If you just you know go look him up, he says some some wild shit, but not not like not political wild like we just yeah. were. Like he, he <laughs> yeah, he's very very smart. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, in addition to the descriptions we gave about him. Uh, vocally, I, like I said, I, I hear 
Jackie Mason and Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) And you, uh, you, you hear Dustin Hoffman and I still didn't bother to get his name. Oh, Brad Garrett. Okay. Tall guy. Yeah. I just know him as the brother from everyone loves Raymond. (laughs) Yeah. Which by the way, uh, quick fun game to also play is just the obviously bad Ray Romano impression, but it's fun. Like, cause you just kind of, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and just every now and just, Oh, ma, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, Robert. Oh, uh, uh, come on. And just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to string a sentence together. You just, <laughs> just kind of make frustrated noises. That was pretty in. much his show. Like he would yeah. do that, and then he would say something stupid to his wife, and she would get mad. That was the show. Uh, Deborah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and it would be about how he could back in her good graces because she was a firecracker. <laughs> she sure was. Deborah was a pistol. She was. <laughs> um, where are we talking about? <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> Brad Garrett. There we go. Yeah. Okay. In addition to. In addition to those, I would say visually, he's got a bit of Michael Caine to his face, at least in the video. I can see that. Yeah, like even though he's not British, but being interviewed by British people. Yeah. I I love his smirk when he's saying something that's like unbelievably smart and hard to comprehend, and his little smirk, like it's cute. You know, that this is so yeah. silly. <laughs> like I Say that sentence again, because you're acting like that's you know, your, your daughter just, I don't know, read a word or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, there's no way he, like, didn't curse like a sailor. I'm sure, yeah. Mike he looked like he drank, camera. too. Like, definitely lots of, don't tell me that, you son of a bitch, you <laughs> <Yeah>. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, I don't know if you wanted to start directly with just talking about the video, which will be linked. It's kind of a long one that you sent me, but I was hooked immediately. As soon as, as, soon as I realized he was going to talk like that the whole time, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah. It's only, a, I mean, what's a half hour or so? I mean, it's yeah, long for YouTube videos. Six-ish minutes or something like that. But Back in my yeah. day, that was oh, a yeah. TV episode. You can handle <laughs> fucking, Yeah. There's no commercials, but whatever. And just the, like, I had to rewind a couple of times just because I kept getting caught up in, like, the production values of it. Like, I was just watching, like, the, the terrible graphics. Mm-hmm from the early seventies and like the cheesy loungy music. And it just sounded like record crackling in the background for the entire video. <laughs> That's what um, audio was. Yeah. Audio. <laughs> That's why I, I love the people that still buy records because they say that's the good sound quality. Yeah. yeah. No, I, don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get the nostalgia, but it, it doesn't sound better. Let's be real. Yeah. You know, I honestly, I mean, I feel like you're going to get more hate for that than any of the stuff you said politically. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, from from directly yeah. <laughs> people that we know 
uh, well, I guess all the only people I listen to this, the people we know directly, but from right. them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm we talking do. like we're about to get blown up on Twitter. It, it's just, what's up, crack? <laughs> um, but yeah, every, everything about, and and it was, I didn't realize it at first. It took me a little while, and I realized how well Monty Python was getting the fake docu-series like all the little things, like, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much on that level. Is just because it just felt like a Monty Python sketch. Oh, just, okay. Like, lots of the like cut of like the guy, like here, start, start talking, and I'll do the narrator. Just start saying it, telling a sentence about anything. So today we had to go to uh, practice for my middle son for baseball. Christopher's and... been coaching his mid- middle son's baseball for about four years now. And my mouth still keeps going, right? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta subscribe to Patreon to see the visual gag I just did. Yeah, that that's gonna be worth it, that whole thing right there. Yeah, but yeah, love it. <laughs> Loved all of the, all of the nonsense, all the everything about the video. But obviously, yeah, Richard Feynman's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And brilliant. Yeah. He, like, he also has a Nobel Prize under his belt. <laughs> the, uh, like, that he was like, I didn't bother learning the names of things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no value in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no value in knowing what things are called. So right. I'm just not going to bother with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking balls you have to have. Right. <laughs> take that approach <laughs> that's that's my approach to robin hood movies <laughs> <laughs> ah, <shit. laughs> that's why you gotta listen in order yeah that's why you gotta listen in order fucking tim yeah <laughs> lazy bastard <laughs> um and then he was also saying about how he uh like it's it's funny a lot of the I get why it doesn't contradict with things that we were saying during the flat earth thing so like and so he was saying that what well, what we would say in like the flat earth thing is like we can't just no let's start back at the beginning he was going back to the beginning he, but he wasn't saying no this doesn't work he's like let's just start over and do everything it's like, like he was going back and like checking for mistakes Yeah. throughout and like taking a, or, but like, we didn't figure out why this was working. Like we just kind of glazed over that thing. Let's figure out why that thing didn't happen. Um, I forget, yeah. I listened, I listened to another thing about him really quickly this morning. It was checking for hidden inaccuracies or something like that. Right. In all pre-existing stuff. Which, no, that again, makes sense. Yeah. The balls on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I like where, where our accepted theories break down is where the new physics lives. And that's where, all right, we, we've done all this shit, like trying to combine 
quantum mechanics, one of the most successful theories of all time, and and general relativity, also one of the most successful theories of all time, but the two of them don't mesh. There's a point where we can't put them together. That's the edge of of physics, right? That that spot there, the person who can figure that out is going to have to either rethink something or look at it in a different way. Or so, yeah, Feynman was the kind of guy that would kind of go back and, like you just said, look for those inaccuracies, look for those errors, and and why are those errors there? What do we have to do to correct those errors? Or maybe there's something we're missing because going from uh, even Newtonian mechanics where he first, uh, Newton first described gravity, there were things that it couldn't quite pull it. Like it works very well. It still works very well when we're talking about masses up to a certain point. But after that, general relativity took over and, and filled in those blanks kind of, and it was a more complete picture. So once you, where you find the, where scientists find those failures it doesn't mean they're wrong. It means, okay, from here, this is where we got to, this is the next shit. This is where we got to move forward. So it, it's like a, it's not that it's wrong necessarily. It's just kind of a dead end. Yeah. What appears to be a dead end for that point in time. And I right. guess, I guess, it, 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 I guess in cases with like the stuff that he went back and tweaked, I guess, uh, with yeah, he did some of Newton's stuff, right? You're just saying Newtonian, yeah. He uh, like some of it was. It's a dead end because the technology, like restricted by the age that he was alive during Newton, like he couldn't right. do the same types of tests that uh, that Feynman was able. Yeah, to no, do. Newton had like. <clears throat> A telescope made of wood or some shit. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck was he working with? <laughs> He's like, these two sticks will do. Sixteen hundreds <laughs> or something? Yeah, they didn't have much compared to what we have now. Like fucking running computer simulations and shit like that. Imagine you could go back in time and show Newton, like, here's a computer simulation simulation of a star collapsing or something like that. Like, <laughs> It's like I, I recognize star and collapsing. <laughs> yeah. Those what middle those two words? words. There's a lot of a lot of vowels. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Where's Newton from anyway? He's uh, he's English, right? He's Cambridge, uh, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. British. His first name is Isaac. So. And I am always Yeah. And I think he was another sir. Is that a you're, you're sir? A, do they do that? I don't know. You are so smart. You are a knight. <laughs> <laughs> um say find him right now, are we? Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, he reached dead like like if you get to a dead end, you got to double back. So that's kind of what he was doing, going going back over stuff and you know, doubling back to kind of course correct and, and move forward. So he was he was just taking over other people's uh, saved games and going back and doing all the really hard side quests. Yeah, and doing them right, get, and just yeah. to get everybody back up to a hundred percent. That's a good way of looking at it. Cool, nice.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the fineman about talking about fineman. <laughs> he used he used so many good words too. Like not just like like phrasing. Um like he was talking about uh he was saying something like uh and I'm I'm going to give you an example, and I'm going to say it in analogies, of course. I like I talk in analogies a lot. And it's like, nobody <laughs> says they talk in analogies. Right. <laughs> but it's like, you get I like what he's when saying. He, when he was talking about math, where he was like, yeah, I found these equations, and I couldn't figure them out. So I made up my own numbers. And then it turned out I made up the numbers that this civilization made up 300 years ago. And then I made up these other numbers, and it was this other – and he, he went – how he kind of like reinvented math on his own <laughs> accidentally trying to <laughs> like people do that with with music like I'm sure you hit a riff that Tony Iommi already did yeah and like allegedly it might be somebody can fact check me on this but I'm pretty sure Paul McCartney couldn't read music at all for a while if he wow even if he can now, and like he's considered revolutionary man. Yeah, he was. He was pretty successful. Yeah, <laughs> I heard of him. Right. Yeah. He was, <laughs> Once he, he was able broke to, out on his own, man. He was able to quit his day job. Yeah. On his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally got to spread his wings, bro. Yeah. Lennon was holding <laughs> him back. It was <laughs> once he got the wings. That's where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul McCartney gets in a band with his wife and crushes it. <laughs> gets in a band with Yoko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just mocked for eternity. <laughs> that video of uh, Chuck Berry on stage. Yes, you know, her... he's just visibly mad at Yoko Ono as yeah. she's doing her. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing her bullshit. <laughs> So great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, taught himself to do equations and yeah, that yeah. that part was just where he was talking about his whole like just I just figured out all of this yeah. kind of thing on my own without. Yeah, it was I like, it. this didn't make sense, so I reinvented calculus in my dad's yeah. garage. And that's, <laughs> oh, is that what you did at fucking nine? <laughs> Whatever. Like, what, I find him very re relatable, and yeah, please allow me to finish. <laughs> As in, I see common traits with me in that um, you have so many things to say at once that you don't finish words a lot and you can be a steamroller in conversations at times. And it's not that you don't want to hear what the other person's saying. It's just, I'm not done talking yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like even cutting yourself off where you're saying yeah, like, something and cut yourself off and then cut yourself off again and then come back around to what you were originally saying. It's, yeah. Like the rail like that, or even like he's like, uh, like, and then, uh, and then we, we, we tried some experiments on that and we read some experiments and then, uh, we like, like he just doesn't have the time to say the entire word that he's talking about. <laughs> right. He wants to get to the, next, the sentence next sentence now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, one of one of my favorite parts of the whole video was actually wrote the quote down, or just at least the context anyway, because it was just so funny. He, when he was talking to uh, Sir Fred Hoyle in the okay. pub, yeah, and he he would not he couldn't get a word in. Oh, the other dude, yeah, Fred yeah. Hoyle could not, yeah, yeah, like the whole time Feynman's talking, and it was just like you could have had like a cassette of someone just making active listening noises and it wouldn't have sounded any different. Like it was just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, Feynman was like, a, this camera followed me here yeah. <laughs> and B I'm a little bit drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> a little bit loose. Yeah. It does. not um, it, it loosens the science up. <laughs> it does. It does. We've established that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy finally gets a word in and uh, brings up that the laws of physics that we know, like just the idea that, or, or they're talking about that the maybe just because the laws of physics now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't change at some point. Oof. Like they they could have shifted at some point. Just uh, and the guy was starting to say something about whether or not it's a constant change or possibly something that caused a change in the laws. And the guy is a sci-fi author also. And Feynman jumps in with like, just, ah, you, you're the spectator or the speculator. And you think differently. I think of the possibilities, but I'm afraid to put things in. I think the dark is too big. To speculate, it's not much use <laughs> at guessing. Like, he almost has, like, a walking cadence. Right, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little of that, too. And especially, like, he'll do the exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, he'll whisper to right. accentuate. <laughs> but, so, he says all that to him. He says, uh, I'd love to be able to think like you, and you, but you're different. And I would love to discuss that with you at some time. It's like, dude, he was, <laughs> you talked for five minutes and he finally talked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be fucking cutting him off, telling him you would love to talk to him. Right. Yeah. No, no time like the present. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's fun. I got to find yeah. more shit with him. Yeah. I think I think that age is the perfect age of stuff because the uh, the one I was trying to watch with him explaining is the uh, this is when he's younger, right? Yeah, yeah. The or well, the diagrams are from like eighty three or something like that. Oh, okay, so that's yeah, so, so he's a little bit older. older. Like he was a little bit slower and a little bit, and he was also staring at a chalkboard and probably okay. not drunk. Okay, <laughs> I was I, I I thought you were talking. I saw it. I guess it's like a couple of videos where he still has black hair and i mean it it's almost black and white it's like you know black white and different shades of gray like they they didn't even have good color yet for some of the presentations that i, I watched them doing with the chalkboards and stuff like that like mm. i guess that was in his uh actual in the midst of of his career where he's and my point is with that it, it's not as fun to follow along with it's he's he's teaching college level students. So like I watched that and it's, it's tough because he, he's, he's fucking brilliant. He really is. Like, I can't stress that enough as, as weird as he is. And as silly as he is, he, he was a, an incredibly, incredibly smart guy, incredibly important to, to physics and quantum physics in general. So what did, uh, what did the quantum electrodynamics 
what what did he win the Nobel for? Yeah, that was QED, the quantum electrodynamics. Um, it basically explains the relationship between electrons and protons. Uh, uh, no, electrons and photons. Sorry, I said the wrong word there. Okay. Um, just there's instances where the electron can emit photons. It can absorb photons. Photons can decay into electron-positron pairs. Electron-positron pairs can annihilate into photons. Like it, it just, it's all about at the quantum level, the way electromagnetism and and uh, light and uh, the actual electrons communicate with each other and associate with each other and stuff like that. <laughs> so fucking magnets, how do they work? This motherfucker knew the answer. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. He he knew the answer. And he was uh, writing equations that could actually describe the answer and describe the outcome and stuff like that. That uh, the bubble, the bubble tube test thing that oh, that's cool was, was getting explained. That thing was yeah. neat. Yeah. Uh, can you can you roughly explain it? Because I can't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like we know the three states of matter. You got a. Uh, the the three most well-known ones There's actually other states of matter too, that we can talk about on future episodes and stuff, but we know solid liquid and uh, the solid liquid and gas. That's the, the third one. <laughs> That's side note. Uh, our friend Tim texted me and he was like, wow, I didn't know you were that smart. And I was like, I'm really not. I don't know why if Neil deGrasse Tyson says it, I absorb it, but I can't remember the name of fucking, Richard Dreyfus or the, the other guy, the, the, the guy I can't. <laughs> one of the most famous, Dustin Hoffman, one of the most famous actors ever. Yeah, so no, it's God damn I don't it. I know why. Say, I was gonna say Ben Kingsley too, just to see if it would fuck with you. Just like, oh, right, <laughs> I'd, I'd love me some Ben Kingsley too, but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, for whatever reason, with with the uh, physics stuff, I retain that, but not other shit. So it sounds like I'm smart, but I'm not. But, I will I, I will counter that with you can answer follow up questions. So at least if nothing else, you're retaining everything. I mean, except for names of things. Right. But no, I, it, it's amazing. But that's I can't believe, steel. Yeah. That's true. Name, names aren't yeah. important. They're of no use. We don't get names for names. <laughs> right. Yes, Feynman fucking validated my whole <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway. Three states of matter, solid, liquid, gas. And we know heat and pressure do similar things. So what they did in this test was they took whatever gas it was. I think it was hydrogen, maybe helium. I forget which one. One of the, one of the lighter gases. And compressed it. So compression puts pressure on it. So it, it doesn't quite get to liquid, but it's more viscous than a gas i guess would be the word for it or yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> viscous yeah <laughs> so it's like a thicker soupy gas it has a little bit of drag to it so uh, that helium stain's never gonna come out yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it's like when you did, did you fart? <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah. So that's that's the kind of thing you got going on in this pressurized chamber. And they shoot other particles through. I think he said it was protons or whatever quarks, whatever it was. They're shooting other particles through as fast as they can, approaching the speed of light, you know, getting upwards of some high percentage of the speed of light. And when it does that, it actually, because now the molecules in this gas are closer together than usual, if it was spread out, they would just fly through and may not interact with anything. But they squish it down, so now these molecules are closer together. And as it tears through, in some cases it could be hitting um, the, the nucleus. In some cases it could be pulling off electrons. Whatever it does, it's messing with the atoms as it goes through and creating these little bubbles as as the the friction and the interaction and stuff like that. So these little bubbles create the path of this uh, particle as it goes through, and they use that for various other measurements and relations and things like that. And so is that the same basic, uh, is that how they split atoms for atom bombs or is like, that sure. like what, that, that's okay. where that's approaching that. And he was one of the other things he did in his career, actually, that was the next step on the thing was that he worked on the Manhattan project. So oh, he, was, he was part of that team. Yeah. That's right. I, he doesn't seem terribly old in the video you sent. Yeah, but and I guess he, he's a little. He, he older. died in what eighty eight? I think it was 80, yeah, 18, late eighties to eighty eight. But still, I mean, if if you've already figured out shit from three hundred years ago by the age of fourteen, yeah, that's only nineteen thirty two. So yeah. yeah, he would be. He, he was the young hot. He he was the bad boy of physics. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Richard Feynman. Get him out of here. <laughs> he has an, a, a large underbite and flat back of the head. <laughs> I hope you die. <laughs> My favorite part of that of that clip in in recent watchings is when he's announcing the in memoriam, and the <laughs> one guy's like, "Oh, that's messed up," and he goes, "Shut up, you stupid idiot! They don't stay babies forever. They grow up." And like he stays on him. He's like, as it starts playing, he's like, "Fucking asshole, idiot!" Yeah. Like he just keeps throwing shit at him. <laughs> just keeps muttering under his breath at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, Feynman Manhattan Project. Oh, before we go to Manhattan Project, just going back to quantum engineering or quantum mechanics. Mm. He came up with um there's something called the path integral. All that it's fancy words for shit that particles might do. That that's all you need to understand. <laughs> but it's like an infinite number of things that quantum particles so might path, do. They went with path integral instead of spooned. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like, roll off better. the tongue. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> What's that equation? That's the shit this thing might do. <laughs> I think that's better. 
But those <laughs> Grossman numbers came, and I kind of glossed over the relationship, not to get to because Paul Dirac is a whole other guy. But when you solve Dirac's equations, you get these mathematical things called spinors. We talked about that in the previous episode. I'm spinoring. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But they mathematically represent what fermions do, which are particles that make up stuff that we can see. And when you do path integral equations for said fermions or for including said spinors, that's where things get weird and Grossman numbers, Grossman numbers need to be invented. So it's because of Richard Feynman and his path integrals and his weirdness that we needed new numbers that weren't invented yet. So it's almost fitting that he was able to, like, because the numbers he had didn't make sense, so he made up his own new numbers. Mm-hmm. I guess it's only fair that he he left that puzzle out there for somebody in the future. That's a, I love it. Yeah. That's a very excellent point. It's almost like you got to do what I did. This math needs new shit. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Cool beans. Yeah. I like it. Um, but you can represent these equations as diagrams, which are known as Feynman diagrams. That's what I was going. So those, those are named after him and they show like when, like I was saying, a photon can split or an electron absorbs a photon or all that other shit. These diagrams represent what happens with those. I think another another movie pitch time. Okay. Um, there's a map in a thing okay. somewhere and they get it and it's got it's got all the symbols. It's got like uh it's got Grossman numbers, but then you like hold it up to this to light, like moonlight. It's only available during the okay. full moon. Full moon, yes. Okay. Full, um, and and then it casts the light of these other numbers or these other things that correspond on it, and then they have to like go over, all over the world and try to get these uh, to to solve the figure out exactly what. Like to to pick up where Feynman left off. Okay. And I obviously Nicolas Cage is going to be in it. Yeah. That that's a no brainer. Um. He's he's very good at uh breaking into shit and and using the map to find the secret. Yeah, running all over the world. Yeah. Oh, I want to. I, w- I would like to make a correction. This just reminded me. Um, okay. Uh, I said the guy that uh, farted on the moon. I said. John Voigt instead of John Young. Even okay. though I was reading it off a page, I still said John Voigt. And I remember thinking at the time, like, wow, <laughs> isn't that like Angelina Jolie's dad? And, <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, I didn't know there were two John Voigts. <laughs> the best joke involving John Voigt ever <laughs> is uh, Patton Oswalt talking about when the. Uh, the Star Wars prequels came out. Okay. I don't know it. And uh, uh, we'll definitely... Relate, relate it. <laughs> yeah. We'll tag this link. Uh, he's talking about talking to George Lucas. It's like, hey, remember uh, remember Darth Vader? It's like, yeah. Love Darth Vader. It's like, yeah, well, you get to see what he was like when he was a kid. 
<laughs> and then, like, so he just kind of kept that joke going on. Or okay. Gave several examples of that, and then he was like, "I don't want to see the things that they were when they were a kid. I, I want to see th- the things that I like." It's like, hey, you like Angelina Jolie? Here's John Voight's sweaty ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I hear his name, I think of his balls and then his daughter in that order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, so does that mean I win I won the moon contest? Um, does that uh does that disallow well, you, a full point? I don't know. Yeah. What well, does that? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. How, I remember how much you won by. I don't know if it was one and a half or just a half. I don't was, either. Yeah. Uh, that sheet of paper is right over there on the floor where it's been since we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I can just slide the old foot over. Scooch it. <laughs> Scooch it over this way. All right. Uh, I'm done with this. Eighteen, eighteen. I gotta. So yeah, I lose a point for that. Yeah, John Boy never farted on the moon. Alrighty. So, oh man, it's (laughs) (laughs) you threw the challenge flag on the field. <laughs> a, w- a week later, <laughs> first victory rescinded. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll have to play your fucking victory song then. Yes. <laughs> God damn it! All right, fine. Chris won this week's contest. Summons Quest into the moon contest. Stick that in your moon and smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to bring up there with this. It's that's how insane my brain is that even though it's pretty much the exact same song and even though they came out of my head, I was still jealous of the one you got because I liked yours more. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's amazing. All three versions, you came up with the music, the vocals, did all the work, and you're jealous that my song is better. (laughs) And it would be amazing, like I said, if this was the creative difference that broke us up as a show and as friends, <laughs> like, oh, he's mad at me because he liked the song he created for me better. <laughs> it's like, so when we record, I don't know. You have the better song. You fucking tell me when we're recording. <laughs> you have all the good ideas. Huh? <laughs> oh, so the music here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Richard Feynman. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, yeah, Richard Feynman. So he worked on the Manhattan Project. So he, I think it was Los Los Alamos I have written down here. That was the place where they were doing all that shit. 
Are there any basements? Mm, I don't know. That's the the old Alamo, no? It does not. <laughs> I don't know if it was in Texas or where was the Manhattan Project? It was probably Texas. It was somewhere where it, it was wide it open. It was in Manhattan. Desert-y. I remember being mad as a kid. <laughs> Why is the Manhattan? No, Nevada. I'm pretty sure it was Nevada. Because it was somewhere that was wide and flat and deserty, and they were able to just set off nukes and be far away. Oh, Nothing that's right. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole setting off nukes thing. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't be in, you know, Midtown for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's test this in Central Park and see what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, New Mexico, Los Alamos, New Mexico. Just oh, okay, okay. Good job googling. Yeah. Yeah. So he worked there and notorious for kind of being a dick and and like not a dick in a jerk way like dick in a you and me way. <laughs> so one of the stories he told was there was a, a hole in the fence behind Los Alamos. So this is a high security government location and the hole in the fence in the back, he used to come, I forget if it was in or out, but regardless, he used to come in through security, check in, say hello, go in. And then when he would leave, he would go through the hole in the fence in the back. You'd go to lunch through that way and then come back in through security in the front. Hello again. (laughs) So like he just kept coming in, but never came out. (laughs) So eventually they they caught on and they kind of like, uh, detained him. I don't want to say arrested, but like detained him and, you know, we're asking what the hell's going on. He explained that there's a hole in the fence, blah, blah, blah. That's great. Yeah, he did did shit like that. He came up with the laughing door joke before (laughs) laughing did. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. He just kept coming by, coming by. He he was also one of his hobbies, which I've never heard of anyone that's into this, but it's a fucking cool hobby and I guess practical. He was into safe cracking. He liked it. <laughs> I love your eyes there. <laughs> that was his second favorite thing was to crack safes. Was figuring out patterns. Just for Jesus yeah. Christ. So at this government facility in Los Alamos, he would crack into the safes containing various confidential data and leave notes <laughs> that said <laughs> like this is the same guy, blah blah blah. And because, you know, this was during the fucking World War II and the Cold War. and you know, Well, I guess before the Cold War because it was still nukes being developed. So this was during World War II. And uh, people thought that this was a real spy because that was actually a thing. So, <laughs> so alarms got raised at Los Alamos and, you know, there were problems and blah, blah, blah. And it just turned out that he liked to break into safes when no one was looking and leave cute notes. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he was he was friends with Oppenheimer, who we know the FBI thought Oppenheimer was a spy for a long time, and I think they didn't even like admit that he wasn't until after he was dead. But um, he was friends with Oppenheimer, and Russia wanted Feynman to come do talks out in Russia. Um, I don't think he never accepted. He never actually did it. But that was all it took for the FBI to be all over him. They would like follow him around. They would, you know, he, he had a kind of a, a beef with the FBI. They would call him. They thought he was a spy. They would try to bring him in for different stuff. And eventually he got fed up with it 
and sent a letter to the FBI saying basically, hey, I invented the nuclear bomb. Can you leave me alone? And they did. <laughs> <laughs> they backed off. And they were like, all right, no, that that's true. I think J. Edgar Hoover like sent out a memo to the FBI saying, unless he does something, like leave Feynman alone. Because they, they were, I guess, really harassing him and stuff like that. But yeah, he had the balls to go, guys. <laughs> I was hoping he was doing like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off thing. <laughs> Like had a audio of himself snoring as they were trying <laughs> to check on him, and he shimmies down the uh, the drain pipe or the fire escape. Then you walk in the room and open the door, and he's going, "And an electron and a positron annihilate and become a photon, yeah. <laughs> or an electron absorbs a photon and moves in a different way, or an electron emits a photon." <laughs> it's like, All right, he's still doing his nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he's on a flight to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I saw I read a brief thing about just where his parents are from, but I think his his father was like uh, not Prussian, but like kind of that area, like Eastern Europe slash Western Asia. Okay, I went uh, sidebar. Yeah. Prussia, <laughs> like somebody just got woken up and they were like, "We need to name our country." Russia's here. Uh, Russia. Like <laughs> Russia. That's taken. Prussia. <laughs> Russia's taken. All right. Don't put so much pressure on me. Uh, no, that's it. Prussia. Prussia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beautiful bastard! You did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walked up all proud. Here's our country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this like looks a lot like Ru uh, Russia, though. I'm just saying it's. <laughs> yeah. It's now that's different. You can clearly see. <laughs> I came up with this independently. I don't know where. That's so, so weird. So weird yeah. that you guys are Russia because I just came up with this. By <laughs> just just la lateral thinking, I guess. Yeah. We, you know, we both just, both, sometimes people just have the same idea. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I feel like uh, with what DC did with. Um, uh, so it's it's Deadpool and Deathshot. Uh huh. And yeah. DC uh, Marvel's like, oh yeah, well he's called uh, his real name's Wade Wilson. <laughs> yeah. And De Deathshot was like, all right, well he's Slade. Slade <laughs> Wilson. Slade. <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> I I. Another challenge flag. I want to check the order on that because I believe Slade Wilson might have been first, and Wade Wilson was like the answer to it. But Slade is a funnier punchline. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's. I think that's even worse. You had all the names in the world, and you chose Slade without anything. Like if there was Wade, and then you chose Slade because you were playing off Wade. That that's one thing. But you had the world was your oyster. 
and you <laughs> went with Slade <laughs> from the door. <laughs> like you could have went with like Bill. There's just so many. There's so many names. <laughs> any names, and and you had to pick a past tense verb. <laughs> <laughs> Laid. Wade is a present tense verb, so there. <laughs> even even both of their names are verbs. Jesus That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Depends if you're at a, a a truck stop or a slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here it is. <laughs> like three, two, it's gonna land. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> So they're both past tense verbs. Then. <laughs> another, another similarity. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Richard Feynman's parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all I got. I don't even remember what they were. So we one, got, one was we from. Cr- I know he was from Queens. That's why. He yeah. Is, yeah. The, the coolest, they, the coolest uh, accent in the world. Yeah, both, uh, both Jewish immigrants. I think that's what okay. I remember from. Eastern Europe. Oh, Poland. Mother was from Poland. Uh, father was from, uh, yeah, somewhere in what became USSR eventually. Okay. I don't remember. But uh, Manhattan yeah. Project. Manhattan Project. After the Manhattan Project. FBI. Uh, FBI told him. Yeah. No, I mean, he was. Stop, and he said no. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was like, no, you stop. And they were like, all right, fine. I, I mean, I guess the moral of the story is the fucking balls on this guy. Yeah. Nonstop. In every, in every aspect, yeah. Um, what, uh, where did he, where did he teach? Like Caltech, right? Yeah. Think, he he was at Caltech. I think he went to MIT and then Princeton. I think he taught at a couple places, but he did end up going to Caltech. At uh, at some point, and being like the uh, the big guy in the physics department and stuff like that. And he also had a he had a British wife and moved in, and like had a summer home in England, or at least oh. just a not in America home. Wouldn't would it be great if he 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 taught at Caltech, which is in Southern California, right? Yeah. But he summers in England. Yeah, he summers (laughs) in northern Scotland. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Did he... Did he get to meet any of the... Like, the hotshot physicists of today? Like... I believe so. I I, I think he uh, taught some of them. Okay. I'm not mistaken. I'm I'm pretty sure uh Rich Carroll I th- think is in his office now. Like he's he's the the guy at Caltech that you know kind of like took over the next next thing from him and he's uh big on um he wrote a couple books on like you know quantum um what the fuck is it called? Wave functions and shit like that and the the universe being made from a wave function. He he's a big quantum guy. But he's, uh, I think he was he was a student of Feynman, and now is in his sharing his office or took his office. Be weird if he was sharing it like they just kept his corpse. <laughs> it smells in here. 
corpse has been in there since 1988. <laughs> it's his office. Show some respect. <laughs> Kids come into his office and he has to yell at them. He's like, he's been dead for twice as long as you've been alive. <laughs> and he doesn't follow it up. Like, just, just that's his fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sagan, did he, did he ever like high five Carl Sagan somewhere in public? That I don't know. That I don't no. know. I I hope so. Like, like the two of them, if they got a chance to to work together and put their brains together, probably some some magic would have happened. If it didn't, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's some magic that happened that I don't even know about that would kind of take his uh, as granted now. Oh, that uh, that reminds me the uh, when the interviewer in that thing was asking him uh, about whether or not he'd rather talk to a paleontologist. Or like an like an artist or a playwright or something like that, and he was like paleontologist, absolutely, and then gives this whole long answer about it would be a lot easier for them to communicate uh, because they both have ideas on science and they would both become coming at each other with different ideas from science and how sciences are like kind of more combined and stuff now. And then it's just like eyes get big. Oh wait a minute! I talked. I talked to this playwright once, and he was a really nice guy. I liked him. You know what? Never mind. Like, just, just <laughs> stop on a dime. Just Scratch all that. Yeah. Scratch all that because uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan is a good guitar player. So whatever. <laughs> and I met him, and he was nice. Um. And that was a, another thing he was saying about just like how chaotic his brain was. Like he, by the time he would commit to any type of a speculation, he already had seven other different ideas about it. Damn. And we're just like, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I, I can't just wildly speculate. <laughs> There's got to be a lot of concrete data and stuff to back my shit up. Yeah, that's the scientific method. It don't count unless you can fucking show me evidence. Um. Oh shit! What was that article I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that article because that tied that. Oh, Z three Mishu Kaku memes. He's going through. <laughs> Run the jewels. Where is this article? <laughs> Run the jewels, by the way, if we're going to do a quick music recommendation. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I will say that, like, I've gone and listened to their albums. I don't necessarily like all their songs, but the songs that I like, fucking love. Okay. Like all the ones on that uh that playlist you made all home runs. Yes. All out of the park. My playlist always home runs, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 I wonder if find me on uh, Apple Music. Christopher Allen. Oh, for all the folks out there? Yeah, for everybody that doesn't know me now, personally. Clear, this, <laughs> this is not the Chris, the Christopher Allen that lost on American Idol. 
No. Is it? No, no it is not. Not that one? Oh, no. Okay. Just making sure you don't want people to get confused. That guy is K-R-I-S. Um, C-H-R-I-S. Oh, as right. is That's... traditional? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, de- depending on where you come. As yeah. is tradition. As, um, <laughs> and I'm now like... Christopher is spelling his name with a C-H in the beginning. As is tradition. <laughs> 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 the whole Bible. I yeah, I don't see the article. What was it about? Physics. <laughs> Science. Physics and God damn it. Nope. Oh, nope. I agree that physics is a thing, so that's one thing. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh for the first time scientists observe the creation of matter from light. Ah, okay. So, that's Feynman diagrams that uh, he shows how that, or predicted how that shit can happen. Because, um, I think we talked about this previously, that the uh, empty space, like the vacuum is kind of frothy. That there's, uh, you know, some virtual particles that pop in, annihilate each other, and, and disappear. With the diagrams, or w- with particles in general, photons can split and become matter-antimatter pairs, or electron-positron pairs. That goes back to QED, quantum electrodynamics, and his diagrams, it all ties into that. So, I mean, a lot of this is theoretical, mathematical, um we can I, I can give a link to Feynman diagrams that kind of uh, breaks it down and, and shows how they work and uh, all it all it basically is is lines that show over time this thing touches this thing there's some kind of interaction there's real particles that come into the interaction an infinite number of virtual particles and scenarios that can be exchanged within this interaction. So it's almost like a, excuse me, like a, a, a fuzzy cloud and then real particles that come out of it. These diagrams show what happens within that fuzzy cloud space. There are cases in the diagrams and in the math where a, a photon can split and become an electron and a positron. The only reason it can do that is because they're two opposite charges. It doesn't break various violations uh, or various um, conservation laws. Most of the time, what happens is the photon breaks, electron, positron pair. Then they go back together, annihilate each other, and the photon comes back. So basically nothing happened as far as the universe is concerned, but something did happen in the math. There are rare cases where these virtual particles can get enough energy and, and stuff like that, that they become real and the photon can split into real electron positrons that go out in, in different directions and don't actually annihilate each other. So that was all theoretical. That was all mathematical, but mm. based on you know what scientists are doing now, they saw it happen. 
So what what does that mean for or it's still just like not even learning to crawl yet. Like it just means making cars out of light. Right. I guess the best no no no, it's not at that point. It's just kinda like confirmation that Feynman was right. Or, you know, the the quantum physics okay. that predicted that was right. Yeah. Cool shit. Yeah. I mean, and well, it was kind of like a, a given that he was going to be right because, like, we don't know what the hell's going on in the sun. <clears throat> we have mathematical predictions, and we have our standard model that shows the forces, and we have all these things that make sense. And we're like, this is what we think is going on in the sun. We have all this other evidence to support it. Let's try to recreate it. They figured out other things. We think there's the strong nuclear force that holds the atoms together. Let's try to split it, and there's your nuclear bomb. So, yes, we haven't been to the sun to experiment and observe and physically see what's going on in the sun, but our ideas were proven right because we were able to harness nuclear fission in this case. Um, so it's kind of a similar thing that all these ideas are right. So the whole coming up with how to split an atom, like that idea was based off of what's theoretically happening in the sun pretty much yeah because oh, the, the, shit. yeah first they had to figure out the forces and the virtual particles exchanged between the real particles that cause these forces or, or put these forces into effect and then from there to know that okay you got this energy that's holding these atoms together when they're squished down and form something new, the energy is released, and that's where we get sunshine. What happens if we break them? What happens if we shoot something fast enough into these big, unstable nuclei and split them? And what what will be released from there? And that all that theoretical math, then they were able to do and actually split an atom, and there was your, your nuke. I I've seen too many movies. So I I don't remember if hearing someone say like by har- harnessing the power of the sun. Yeah, <laughs> that's Spider Man that too. A... Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it the, the Sam oh, Raimi right. ones? Yeah, it's Doctor Octopus. Yeah, it's Doctor Octopus. That's where I heard. <laughs> yeah, the power of the sun in often... the palm of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I often get Richard Feynman and Alfred Molina confused. <laughs> A lot of folks do. <laughs> and I don't think either one of them can be terribly offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's unfortunately passed away, so. All right, yeah, so I guess I guess Richard Feynman if he could be jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richard Feynman, I think, would be a fucking fantastic guest for this show because oh. he would he would drink, he would be silly, and he would be smarter than us and teach us shit. <laughs> Those are the three criteria. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to be a guest on our show. Yeah, um, and it doesn't even have to be completely smarter than us. Like, just, yeah, was, just about what we're talking about. I was gonna say number three is optional. Just drink yeah. and be silly are the requirements. <laughs> if you're smarter than us, that's a bonus. <laughs> Another thing I liked about Feynman talking is like he talked so quickly, but I was never like not keeping up. And mm. there were almost times that like the like how dynamically he spoke. 
Like he'd be speaking quickly and like, you're like, I'm with you, I'm with you. But I'm like, hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. And then he'd stop for a second, you know, and just like kind of, and it was almost like you, like. So you could catch up. Yeah, just whipped up and caught up. It's like, all right, cool. My brain's with it. All right, start talking fast again. All right. <laughs> yeah, he he, he uh, kinked the hose just for a minute, let the water build up, and then let it go again. Or like if if he's driving the boat, pulling the uh, the tube behind, it's like you're barely holding on, barely holding on. It's like, all right, straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ah, oh, big right, big right, big right, straight away. Slow it down. <laughs> Yeah, Richard Feynman is big on tubing. (laughs) (laughs) New business idea, Feynman tubes. (laughs) Ooh, that sounds quantum something, but nope. It's just on the Great Lakes. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Feynman tubes. (laughs) The Lomos theory off. (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah that dude's good yeah good and he's already uh (laughs) old algorithm is uh throwing more of his stuff my way nice (laughs) as of already so i'll be uh al's like Why didn't you tell me you like Richard Feynman? I got all this Feynman shit. Let me push it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like algorithm is always just like, oh man, we could have been hanging out. (laughs) Why didn't you tell me you were into this shit? You don't have much to do. (laughs) Everything. Al's got, he's into everything and he's got everything. And you should have told him earlier. Do you have any idea how much I have all of it? I have all of it that ever happened. Right. Yeah. All of it. Anything you want to know about this person, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Al's Al. a nice guy. He's yeah. Just, I think he's misunderstood. He is. A lot of people blame him, but he's yeah. doing his best. He's out here. He's doing his best for us. Yeah. He, he's out here actively trying to read our minds. And being right more than he isn't. Yep. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And let, let, r- let's Richard. see. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, you first. Let's see what. Let's see John Edwards. Let's see John Edwards be right that much at reading people's minds. No. Let me see. Uh, the the medium. Yeah, no, I know who he is. He's a, he's a bullshit. <laughs> no, I know piece. who he is. It just wasn't a good joke. Yeah, no, I, no. <laughs> I know who he is. He's just a piece of shit. I hate him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Let me see what other early aughts TV fucking references I can dust off right now. <laughs> yeah. And the best thing, Richard Feynman accidentally invented algorithms when he was 11 years old and he was trying to figure out, put something together. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it turns out the Middle East invented these in the, uh, in the 1100s, but <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to, and I, I came up with it too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I had never been to the Middle East. <laughs> never had anybody teach me who'd been to the Middle East as well. <laughs> so I just came up with my own. And it worked just as good. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so I say, you you don't know something, make your own, and see if you can make it better. <laughs> Damn, for fucking two videos, you kind of got that voice good, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I've been practicing a lot today. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, excuse me, can you help me, sir? Uh, just give me a second. I just, uh, I just got to take a few more steps to get a little bit closer to you. And once I get a little <laughs> bit closer to you, then I can reach my hands out and I can use my hands, and then I can show you what what I need, uh, what you need some help with. <laughs> But it, it really is. It's it's a step away from uh, James Adomian's Bernie Sanders impression. Okay. Which is just you, and it's just it's just saying ninety nine percent and one percent a lot. It's like you take you take all the taxes from the ninety nine percent, and you take those, and then you take it and you split it up amongst the the bottom one percent, and then you take from the top one percent and split it amongst the lower ninety nine percent. It's just, it's just that. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of that. Yeah. Yeah. Ones and ninety nines. <laughs> I'll say this: I'm, I'm glad I have this Feynman because that might be the first impression that I actually do that's unique to me. I mean, that's not any of my friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. But so it's, not, not either <laughs> ripping off a celebrity doing someone famous already. Yeah. Or an impression of someone that nobody else knows. <laughs> right. This, this is an impression that a little bit more people know. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not one that I could, I could dust out, dust off and pull out at parties yet. I mean, depending, I start going to more physics parties. I will. Yeah. If it's me and you, if I'm there, I will fucking <laughs> roll. <laughs> Everyone else will be like, who's Richard Feynman? What does that mean? <laughs> Well, here's the thing it's, about the remote. You yeah. gotta, when you pick it up, the first thing is pushing the button. <laughs> yeah. See, the first thing you ask, you ask yourself, "Who is Richard Feynman?" And the, and then you want you just, you, and you just take it at, at at its word. Who is Richard Feynman? You really think who is Richard Feynman? Is there a lot of Richard Feynmans out there? Is it one specific one that you're talking about? <laughs> that works. Yeah, whatever. I'm making you yeah. laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the end goal, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feynman's cool shit. Yeah. Um, One of the best. All right. I think, yeah, this is... <laughs> with the two... Uh, with the two recording slip-ups, uh, <laughs> we are easily at an hour and 40 right now. Two recording slip-ups and I think three songs are going to be put into this. We got to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you know one of them, and I guarantee you're going to know it again the second time. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Under the guise of science at Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Science Guys. G U I S E. Guys. Always G U I S E. Guys. Yes. Guys. Guys. And and now that we have people listening, whether they're our friends or people we don't know, what are you doing? Email us under the guise of science at gmail.com. And give us topics. Give us questions. What science shit do you want us to talk about? Throw it in there. Yeah. If if we get enough, we'll even do a mailbag episode. 
that would be yeah i would i dream of doing that <laughs> we could yeah just right read just some... <laughs> finally a phone it in yeah exactly how easy is that you just read what someone else wrote and then answer the first thing <laughs> that comes off your head and move on to the next one <laughs> i would love to <laughs> all right you have we've done our homework enough. You do yeah. your fucking homework, listeners. Right. This is episode like what fifteen off the top of like we came up with all this shit. One idea. That's all we're asking. One idea. Yeah, just one idea and Please. money if you can spare yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Send us ideas, money, food, <laughs> whatever. Whatever you guess. Yeah. Anything besides thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't need that shit. <laughs> We're up to our armpits and thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Oh, man. Bless you. I like that I, I do the cough button for when I cough, but not when I burp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the cough button? Is it this, like, space bar? Oh, you see that little microphone on the right side of the screen? Next to where you're... No. I see. Oh, wait, Mike. I gotta just hit mute Mike, I guess. Yeah, all right, that works. And Mike's like, what's And your I think what was good about that last thing is you, you really want to try to le- leave an episode on... Huh, okay. I guess they're just doing this now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We're so done with the show. We're just <laughs> not talking about stuff. <laughs> all right, till next time. See you then, fuckers. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>